Okay, so then, uh, should we ask God for his help as we come to uh, his word? Father, we thank you for bringing us to this new day. And now as we take a short time to consider your word, we pray that we might know the help of the Holy Spirit to be the one to guide us into all truth, for it to be a blessing to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this week uh, we move on from the book of Joshua uh, to take a look uh, at Judges. And uh, the remainder of Joshua from last week tells us about uh, Israel entering the land that God had promised to them. And uh, once they were in the land, uh, how it was divided amongst the tribes of Israel. And then chapter 23 of Joshua starts by telling us very wonderfully uh, at the end of the long, long journey over many years, the Lord gave Israel rest from all their enemies. For the nation must have sighed uh, relief uh, at that point, gave a sigh of relief. And in that chapter, Joshua addresses the leader of Israel. He's coming towards the end of his life, and it's his farewell to them uh, as his life draws to an end. And he says uh, these words, be very strong. Be careful to obey all that is written in the book of the law of Moses without turning aside to the right or to the left. Do not associate with these nations that remain among you. Do not invoke the names of their gods or swear by them. You must not serve them or bow down to them, but you are to hold fast to the Lord your God as you have until now and then he goes on to say but if you turn away and ally yourselves with the survivors of these nations that remain among you and if you intermarry with them and associate with them then you may be sure that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you instead they will become snares and traps for you then in the next chapter, chapter 24, God speaks to the people through Joshua. He recalls uh, all that he had done for them right from the beginning with the calling of Abraham right through to the present time when they had now finally entered the land that God had promised. And the people respond and they acknowledge that God had done it all and they owed everything to him. And then the book of Joshua ends with the death of Joshua. He's 110 years old. And as we have said, with Israel enjoying rest from all their enemies. Sounds a bit like a fairy tale. They're going to live happy ever after. And so this week we turn the page to Judges. But it comes in sharp contrast uh, to the book of Joshua rather like going to the theatre with a curtain coming down at the end of the first part on a scene of joy and expectation and uh, we wait in anticipation for a wonderful second part uh, to the show only for that second part to be so sad and disappointing and uh, our passage of scripture for today is really a scene setter for the book of Judges. 
is a bit like how Anne does her reading when she reads her books. Sometimes she will read the last chapter first to see if the book is worth reading. And if she thinks it is, then she'll read it. And the book of Judges is a bit for readers like Anne. The start of the book is a bit like reading the last chapter first. It's like a resume, a summary of the book with all the details of the chapters that are going to follow. But we are told in this scene setter that a new generation grew up who neither knew the Lord nor what he'd done for Israel. They forsook the Lord. They totally disregarded all that he had done. They worshipped other gods. They indulged in evil practices. They intermarried with the nations that still needed to be driven out for God's people to fully possess the land. And all this, of course, was totally contrary to how God said they should live as his people. And what God said at the end of Joshua would happen, did happen. Nations left in the land attacked Israel and overcame them. And the people of God were unable to resist them. Why? And the, the reason for this, we find, is, is totally remarkable. They were unable to resist them because the hand of the Lord was against them, we read. It seems incomprehensible. The hand of the Lord against his own people so that they do not win, but that they are defeated. Incredible. Unbelievable. What's going on, we might say. But then in all the darkness, we start to see a little nugget, a little gleam of light, uh, a ray of hope. We're told that even then, with all that going to happen, and in, in it all, the Lord would have compassion on them. That's great, isn't it? Even in it all, the Lord was going to have compassion. And uh, God was going to be moved then, even as he was when he called Moses, when he had seen the suffering of his people in Egypt. I've seen, I've heard, I am concerned, and I am come down to rescue them. Joshua had no successor. But God said he was going to raise up judges who would save them. And then the people would return to the Lord and they would enjoy his blessing once again. But the sad story of judges is that when each of the judges died over a period of some 400 years, the people, returnedly, the people repeatedly turned to ways even more corrupt than before. Well, what can we make of all of this? It's all topsy-turvy behaviour of God's people at this time uh, in their history. But perhaps uh, for us, just a couple of points uh, this morning. Uh, the key verse uh, of Judges is found at the end, chapter 21, verse 25. In those days, Israel had no king. 
Everyone did as he saw fit. They did what the authorized, authorized version said was right in their own eyes. Or as we might say today, people just did their own thing. They did their own thing. And this, of course, is the general attitude of, of all uh, who are not believers, all who are not Christians. And we see it all around us. But as believers, of course, um, we need to be different as God's people. We need to be distinct as God's people. But there is a danger that we can be like it too. We can be guilty of doing what we think fit, what we think is right in our own eyes. But the lesson of judges is obedience to God means God's blessing. Disobedience to God brings God's discipline. And it's a repeated cycle throughout the whole of the book. And perhaps this morning, what we need to do as God's people today is listen to that well-known verse from Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Of course, uh, it's well known by many Christians, and uh, it's uh, a favorite verse by many Christians. I believe it's very precious uh, to Pat Godfrey. Many Christians have it as their verse given to them when they're baptized, uh, and so on. And uh, people make it their adage for life. And the truth is, of course, is that we all need to <laughs> take it on board and respond to it ourselves. Because to run contrary to it can land us in all sorts of trouble and difficulty where God, as with his people Israel in Judges, needs to step in to save us from ourselves. And uh, as with Israel, we may find that he will test us. And as his children, he may discipline us, as we find in Hebrews, as a father disciplines uh, his children, so, uh, so God will discipline us. But it's all positive. It's out of his compassion. It's out of his love for us. It's with the purpose of graciously restoring us to himself and building character within us. As David would say in Psalm 23, he restores our soul, restoring our soul that we may share, the Bible says, in his holiness. And then what do we make about uh, that very strange verse? Another generation grew up who neither knew the Lord nor what he'd done for Israel. However, could this be, we might say, how did this come about? Well, it was the responsibility of uh, parents uh, in their generation to tell their children. Go back to the Exodus, into the Passover, and uh, uh, the Passover was to be a memorial, and uh, it was to be a time when it was a family occasion, when parents and previous generations would tell the children and of course, that's run right the way through so that the Passover is even celebrated today. When they crossed the Jordan, 
they were to tell the people, the children, in subsequent generations. Well, had they failed in this? Or was it quite simply that when the new generation grew up, they just didn't want to know God and his ways? Psalm 78, again, has words that we're probably familiar with. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders that he has done. And uh, today, that is a responsibility that we have in our day and age to be the generation that will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. Uh, and uh, perhaps this morning we just need to be reminded of that afresh. It's something that where God wants us to be obedient to it. Our time is uh, pretty well gone, but can I just uh, close with this? Uh, as a general point at the start of uh, this week, uh, in my formative years, back in the day, uh, we were encouraged to use Scripture Union notes to help us read our Bibles. And uh, I, I guess you may have had a similar experience. And uh, But Scripture Union also suggested, quite apart from what was in the notes in the, for the daily reading, that whenever we read the Bible, that we could adopt a certain approach that they suggested. And for whenever we read the Bible, it was simply to ask these questions afterwards as we looked at the passage. What does the passage teach us about God? Is there a promise to trust or a command to obey? Is there a sin to confess or an error to avoid? And finally, is there a warning to heed, a lesson to learn or an example to follow? And uh, as you reflect on the Bible readings for our devotions each day uh, this week, maybe you, you want to take that on board because there's plenty in judges that will respond to those questions for our learning. And of course, when we do it for ourselves, it's God speaking to us and we know what will apply to our hearts. But it's a way in which beyond just these 15 minutes, uh, this pa these passages of scripture in Judges can enrich our reading uh, of his word. So that's the scene setter for today. And over the next few days, we look at some of the Judges and we finish up the week with Ruth, which is the next book in the Bible, but it's also uh, a story that happened in the time of the Judges. And so it fits uh, for our, our, our uh, studies this week.